your answer to my question? I sent you the email. Did you see them? Yeah, I sent you the email. All you gotta do oh. is read read the book. I gave you that Tumblr book. And it explains it all. No, I just want your answer. No, that's not that's not it, no. It, it's okay. it's it's so metaphysical and so complex. Uh, and and you, you try to reduce it to a generalization or, or like a like a, a cliche or something like everything in sensible reality is I mean you did that with my with my uh, that website too no that's not what it is but I know that's what you want to think it is but if you just read the book no, it no that's not what I want to no, think it mm -hmm. is I'm asking a question that's all okay yeah just read the book it explains it I did okay yeah doesn't I'll, I'll give yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll, what? I'll give I'll give an example. Like look look at look at the look at the, the I watched a ton of movies, all these movies. In every one of the movies, the most of the time they would say number four. It was like almost like a conspiracy. They're saying like the first the first line of the movie says number four. Then you know then later you're saying the number four, and it's and it's about four, and it's going on and on and on. So the number four is dominant in that movie. Then you look at another movie. Okay, one of the Tarantino movies. It, he divides it into well, three. Okay. I already know okay. Cool. That, that the four, number four is dominant. Okay. I know that. In 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 the in the, in the I've, read, I've, I've looked at all those things and I know the okay. the four is dominant. So so and so it, in the Quentin Tarantino. I know, but but let me just explain it then. You you wanted my answer and now I'm explaining it. In the Quentin Tarantino movie, there there they he had three scenes in the movie, but the third scene was called the four men. You know, so even though there's three, the number four then expresses itself as still as dominant in the movie. You know, and that's the way that it works. So just look at reality and you're going to see that the, the reality is a supernatural thing. It's not everything in reality. Because then, then, then you would say, okay, well, there's not four acts in here. What, what about the four? You know, if, if it was the theory of everything, it would be four acts. That's not what I'm saying. Well, I didn't say it I know, I know. I, but I, it's, and it's not about all sensible. Question. It's not about all sensible things either. Because if you think about sensible things, that's only the first quadrant. That's the first square of the first quadrant. There's also contemplation, passion, flowing, you know, there's belief, okay, faith, well behavior. Then, okay, so the second one is wrong. How about the first one? I don't know. What, I don't first even remember question. what I don't even remember. But, but if you read the book, it explains it all. You know? I've read the book. Okay. I still have a question. So what was your other question? Your I don't answer, remember. That's all. I don't remember what the other question was. Well, you said you, you responded. I'll look into your email. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. And, and you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna be so goddamn fucking uh, nasty about it, I'm not gonna talk. I don't want that in my life. I wasn't being nasty. I was just exp answering your yeah, question. Yeah, you were. I'll yes, just... you were. You just you're saying you're so fucking stupid. You can't get that. You know that's the that's the message that you're communicating, and I'm not interested in that. Well, just read the fucking book. Is what you're telling telling me. I, yeah. I read the fucking book. Okay, well, it explains it in there. I know it does. Okay. And I answered your question. It's not about only sensible things. Uh, not, yeah, and, and, second, and, and it's not my second, even. My second thing was wrong. No, no, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I, just, I just feel like you got to really open your mind and really stretch your mind to understand this. And I don't know if everybody has the capacity to do that. And I think that's something... Just answer, just answer my fucking question. And there, there and it is. I answered the question. I answered it. Okay. Any other thoughts on it? Yes, I have lots of thoughts about it. Okay, what, what's your thoughts? No, 
hear them. All you want to do is argue with them. Uh, okay, whatever. Um, so, <clears throat> what do you think about uh, this guy? He posted on uh, Aristotle's quote on Facebook. He said, there is only one way to avoid criticism. Do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. What do you think about that quote? That's good. Because there's always going to be somebody criticizing you. Well, because there's, there's the self it's self-confirmatory to criticize, right? Yeah. I'm right and you're wrong. Right. And that's what the message was that I was getting from you just a few minutes ago. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I just, all I have to say is just, just read the book and explain it. Uh, and, 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 you know, I've read the book. Uh, but you know, it doesn't? still have their questions okay i think the book explains it well i could i couldn't find an explanation well you know you really got to stretch your mind to really understand that's this concept. I, it, it, that's it's, it's, very, it's very it's very that, metaphysical it's very metaphysical and it's not like you know I, I discovered the theory of everything it's very metaphysical existence is, is this so you really guys be able to stretch your mind beyond rational beyond ken Ex Wil ken wilbur Ex existence is what? Ex expand your mind beyond Ken Wilber because he's wrong. But any thoughts of that? Yeah, existence is what? You started to say existence is... It doesn't matter. We're in the quadrant existence. That's it. So that's the only reality. The quadrant existence is the only reality. That's the reality we're in, yes. Yeah, I don't know okay. where you're getting the idea of the only reality. Was... We're, we're in the quadrant existence. That's all, that's, all we, that's all I can be for sure about. Yeah, for certain. But any thoughts on that? That's all I wanted to know. Okay, cool. Just just look at the read the book and then look at all my Facebook pages. It's, it's all I you got to do. Fucking, I read the okay, cool. I read the fucking book. Well, then knock it off. One more time and I'm hanging up and I'm not going to have to talk to you again. Okay, so this is what Kira Knightley said. If only I was, wasn't was an atheist, I could get away with anything. You just ask for forgiveness and would be forgiven. It sounds much better than having to deal with guilt. Call me back in 10 minutes until I get over my upset. I'm not thinking now. Okay. ask you and you you, and then you, you know what I would tell them I would tell them read the book it's all in the book let me let me finish what I'm saying please they yeah. want answers to those questions before they invest their time in reading the book listen there's a lot they of people are reading read the, book. the book a lot of people are reading it it doesn't it, it they're gonna invest in it the thing is this is the theory of everything I'm not worried I'm really not worried it's gonna take off it's just a matter of time. I have the book. It's so perfect. Just read it. It explains everything. That's all I have to say. And if anybody asks me, I'm going to say, I'm not going to waste my time. I, I've done that. I told it to someone recently, someone on, on Facebook. He said, well, give me a pitch of it. You know, give me a pitch of it. I told him, no. I told him, just read the book. You know what he did? 
At first he was like, I think it's just schizophrenia. That's what he said. But then he read the book and you know what he wrote? He said, this is gold. Keep doing your thing, brother. Or something like that. Or this is gold. Keep doing your thing. That's what he said. And I, and, and I told him, I told him, I don't have time to give everybody an elevator pitch. Just read it. Okay, so you don't want to hear what I have to say. You just want to argue with me. No, well, I understand what you're saying, but any thoughts on it? Yeah, I have lots of thoughts about that. What? <clears throat> you just argue with me. Okay. So I won't share them with you. Okay. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, just, just read just read the book. I don't want to waste my time talking I, about I, the... I, I, hey, hey, Brian. How many times do I have to tell you I read the fucking book? Okay, and then just look at the Facebook pages. It explains everything. Has everything. But the book is is precise. It's like extremely well done. We never thought that. So it says, if only I wasn't an atheist, I could get away with anything. You just ask for forgiveness and would be forgiven. It sounds much better than having to deal with guilt. That's what Kira Knightley said. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to discuss it further with him. Yeah, I mean, obviously some some religious people do that, but not every religious person, right? Right. Are you gonna, are you in a bad mood or? Yeah. Uh, can you try not to be? Yeah. Okay, thanks. So it says anything that you say. I'm still. I'm still in a bad mood though. I mean, I explained to you what the quadrant model was. I told you what it was. I, I I explained it to you after the thing, and then and then what else do you want me to say? I don't want to talk about. What else do you want? To I told you. I told you it wasn't the sensible thing. I told you, and then I explained what it was. What else do you want me to say? I, I don't. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, thanks. I'm finished talking. I, all I have to say is that you didn't understand it, and and I and I don't know. I don't know if you do now, but all you have to do is read the book, and you will get it. All right, so it says anything that you hey, don't do. Hey, if you if you, if you if you tell me that one more time, just to read the book, I'm not. I'm going to hang up, and I'm never ever going to talk with you again. It's just a constant put down, and I'm not interested in constantly being put down. I want to have an enjoyable conversation. I don't want to have to deal with your put downs. And these conversations are not enjoyable. Okay, well. Let me, let me, let, let's get to the, back to the conversation. I didn't want to talk about the quadrimodal right now. I mean, I've, I've already explained it, but okay. So it says anything that you say after I am, you become because words cast powerful spells. That's why it's called spelling. What do you think about that? Uh, I have no idea what he means by that. He said, "Like the, the words that you spell, you it, 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 words cast spells, and that's why they're called spellings." What do you think? Of that? That's kind of interesting, huh? And it doesn't. I've never heard that statement before. Do you think that's true, though? Anything that you say after "I am," you become. That's kind of ridiculous. Of course not. I am a jaguar. Did I just become a jaguar? No. You know what I mean? 
it's it, a lot of these spiritual people they make these blanket statements and that's what that's what i was going to get at with with the question that you were saying like okay is, is everything the quadrant it's a blanket statement it's a generalization not everything What the fuck, dude? This guy's fuck. To, to be honest, I wasn't being judgmental. I was really just making a comment about generalizations. Hello? What the f Hello? Do you want to study? Yeah. So it says okay, anything let's do it. it says anything that you say after I am you become because words cast powerful spells. So what do you think about that though? Is is that true that words can be very powerful? the music that you put to the words that are powerful mm. it's it's the attitude in the software and stuff huh yes yeah i've, def I've definitely experienced uh, a lot of judgmental behavior toward me you know a lot of kind of malicious action toward me but um any other thoughts on that? Is that an accusation no i'm talking about just in general It's just like, you know, all right, but any other thoughts on it? So it says, yep. what, what, any other thoughts? What? So this guy says, science is just a fancy way of judging by appearances. What do you think about that? Yeah. A lot of science is that, yes. Any other thoughts? But a lot of science wants to go beyond appearances. Yeah, well, may maybe that's. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Can you give examples? Well, just for example, the whole quantum mechanics, the whole uh, studying the atom. Yeah, and, and I would say a lot of that is actually I would say a lot of that is actually philosophy and not science because if it's science and it's supposed to be just based on appearances and we know that appearances 
you, you only see what you're looking for. But a lot of that is mixed with philosophy, which is trying to understand the nature of existence beyond appearances. So I'll say like quantum mechanics is, is a little bit of science, a little bit of philosophy. What do you think about that, Anton? Yeah, it could be. And it becomes a religion when it becomes a belief system. That's the second quadrant. The first quadrant is, is sensation, perception, response, awareness. That's the sciences. And that's just the appearances but appearances are deceiving number one and number two you only see what you're looking for so they're very subjective they're not actually objective second quadrant is religion once once quantum mechanics becomes ingrained as a belief system then it becomes a religion belief faith behavior belonging and we know that there's also different interpretations of quantum mechanics but the one that became re religion in the west was was Bohr's model but in in russia in the soviet union it was bohm's model that became and that, that said that, was, that the model is that, that atoms are deterministic and not non-deterministic. And use the wave particle theory. And then once people start thinking about it and having emotions and doing and dreaming and they're questioning it, now it's an art. And then you see art is actually influenced by quantum mechanics. And that's what I, what I was going through in my art lectures. I'm going to make a book on that eventually soon where I, t I go through all the artworks. And in one of them, I talk about this one guy who makes an artwork where when you observe it from different angles, it changes. And it was supposed to be reflecting the idea of quantum mechanics, how the observer affects the reality. So science affects religion, affects art. And then you get philosophy, contemplation, passion, flowing, knowing. And that's when you start really, you know, getting getting deep insights into thing, into reality. Any thoughts on that? All right, so Martin Luther says we are saved not by our our freedom of decision, but by the, his infle the inflexible and firm will of his predestination. Any thoughts on that? No, I have no idea. What do you mean by that? <clears throat> so, so is he saying that you know? I would say that that, that might have been the idea of you know stop trying to make things happen because it's already determined. Is, you think you know it by it's already determined by grace? What do you, is that what he's trying to say? Or? But but you you question if it's if there's free will or determinism and stuff, right? Well, I question everything. Mm -hmm. I have an open mind. I don't cling to beliefs contrary to what some people think. I do. Well, I I, I, I highly doubt that. But any other thoughts? Um, everybody everybody has beliefs. Um, and and you had an orientation toward reality, energy, and anti-entropic. That was beliefs. And do I believe that? It certainly seemed like you did. Yeah, that was your interpretation. Okay. If you did, I wouldn't judge you for it. I just recognize that that's what you were doing. That's what I thought, but I'm not judging you. But but anyway, thoughts on it? Whatever. Hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, I I, I, I think I think that. I know that you that you look down upon belief. But I understand that belief is the second quadrant. First square of the second quadrant. It's an aspect of reality. No, I don't I don't look down on belief. Mm. Okay. It's magnificent in its accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't it? <clears throat> you have all kinds of beliefs about what I believe. Do you have beliefs about what I believe? Well, 
But what? I don't have beliefs about it. I have thoughts about it. I thought you didn't like thoughts either. Thoughts are shaped by the uh, ego, right? I never, I never said I didn't like thoughts. Thoughts are magnificent in their accomplishments. So, so, so what, what are your thoughts about my beliefs? I have, I have no, nothing, no comments. So just, have you read the quote? Okay, just, just, just I'm, I don't want to be, do it, get you upset. But if you want to see what I believe or, or what, what, I, what I'm working on, you can just look through the quadrant stuff. And you'll see all of the evidence about the quadrant reality. Any other thoughts on it? So you're, you're treading on thin, you're treading on thin ice, there, buddy. So this is what Keanu Reeves said. He said, "We are here to change the world, not just follow rules, earn money, and die." What do you think about that? Yeah, that's good. But you said that you, you you didn't like the whole idea of social activism and stuff. No, I didn't say I didn't like it. But but you, you remember like with Einstein, you're like, oh, that seemed like a social activist quote. You weren't too into that. It's magnificent in its accomplishments. But it could be ego oriented or what? Yeah. could be an inspired response yeah it could be like locking up the bully into the into the homeroom mm -hmm. that's social action oh okay Would, a lot of people would say the bullies like the white people. What do you think about that? Well, it's just a generalization. Yeah, because that's kind of a social construction, right? Yeah. All right. T tell me, tell me what you think about uh, what Sadhguru's saying about um, about the law of attraction. Ready? One second. Can you hear that? No, I can't. I can't. I can hear, but I can't make out what he's saying. Now he believes Shiva will do it for him, and it will happen. So is Shiva going to come and build your house? No, I want you to understand. God will not lift his little finger for you. What is not? I can't understand what he's saying. Oh, okay. All right. So what, what do you think about this? So it says. So this is from a psychiatrist's take on the Joker. Ready? He says. So I am not one to frequent the movie theater or watch TV in general. I saw Joker on opening night and went back and saw it a second time the following night. It was one of the most profound and uh, powerful films about mental illness I can recall seeing. The way it depicted childhood trauma leading to mental illness, psychosis, and psychopathy in adulthood was disturbing and visceral. Most disturbing, though, was the statements it made about how we 
treat and view mental illness as a culture. I think generally most of society would like to believe that monsters are born, their, path their pathology predetermined. It makes it easier to look away, to avoid feeling responsible, to act like the mess is someone else's problem to address, at least until that monster shoots up a school or a concert, and then we feel entitled to be outraged. Any thoughts? Yeah, he's saying it's, it's nurture, not nature. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't what do you think so he says the truth is many monsters are made shaped by years of trauma neglect and lack of access to both mental health care and empathy and still um <clears throat> yeah, that's <clears throat> yeah so and still despite years of suffering failed attempts they still long for human connection until one day they finally snap the system and society didn't just fail arthur it failed his mom. Joker was 40 years in the making. And what we witness in this film is a result of prolonged, unresolved generational trauma. Any thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. So it says, even among my colleagues, I have sadly uh, heard disheartening descriptions of how Joker's incessant and involuntary laughter throughout the film was annoying or bothersome. While being fully aware that it is as a result of traumatic brain injuries suffered during childhood abuse. See pseudo-bulber effect. What do you think about that? Any thoughts? No, it's just further evidence of nurture. The, the laughter I heard in the audience... Huh? Further evidence of the water in which he floated his boat while he was growing up. Yes, it's the laughter I heard in the audience during several very emotional, painful scenes further speaks to the pervasive ignorance that still hangs over our culture regarding mental illness. During a particular scene after a violent act is captured on live TV, the camera pans down back to show a cluster of TV screens covering the footage, interspersed with commercials for Rolling Rock and Energizer and cornflakes. This is the atmosphere we live in, a 24-hour news cycle where a disturbing mental illness-related tragedy can't stay in a spotlight for five seconds because it has become the norm. Anyone who left the theater feeling like they just watched a disappointing comic book movie completely missed the mark. We should do better. We can do better. Mental health awareness. What do you think about that? Yeah. I don't like it. I, 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 don't, I don't like the idea. You know why? Because again, all this labeling, mental. first off, mental health awareness. The mental health system does, people have to understand, it's not designed to help people. I know for a fact, it's designed to take care of unwanted members of society. It's not empathy, it's not empathy at all. If, if, if there was a system that didn't give, force people to take drugs and, and, and where people weren't, you know, forced to do anything and, you know, Really, a lot of these people are just identified patients. And they're, yeah, they are mistreated and they are abused. And they do have this pseudo-bulbar laughing, which is probably self-confirmatory type of thing. But the thing is, the mental health system is not empathy like this guy says. And also, just this, this whole thing of, oh yeah, these monsters. Are, first off, mental health, mentally ill people don't aren't more likely to shoot up a school. Again, this is, you know, he's, again, he's being judgmental. He's trying to pretend, pretend like he's going to fight for mentally ill people. But then he's reinforcing these stereotypes. Number two, 
There's no mentally ill people. There's people who have been, you know, uh, or unwanted and labeled as the bad guys, and then they're mistreated, and 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 they they're in a you know they're in a situation where they're not getting where they're not getting empathy, where they're not being listened to, and people think that it's right what they're doing, and then they act out. What do you think about that? Any thoughts? Well, there is a, there is a, a dimension of the mental health system that you've accurately described. Oh, it's it's that ninety nine percent. You go to those places; those people are are really psychopathic on the most part. They're getting rid of unwanted members of society, and you you people won't believe it until unless they actually saw it. The, the, the pain of the medicine that's given is terrible, but any thoughts on that? But I don't want to be judgmental, but I just well, I just recognize that, that, that that's what's happened. That's always what's happened to, to unwanted members of society. They've always been diagnosed as something, and before they were castrated, now they're chemically castrated and uh, through very painful medicine. But any thoughts on that? Well, like I say, there is a dimension of the mental health world that, that you are accurately describing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that to be an accurate generalization of ninety, whatever percent. I, I think it is. I think it is. Well, I know you think, think it is. I'm just telling you what I think. No, I, I mean, obviously there, there's some, there's some people who aren't, who don't, uh, who understand that there's no such thing as a mentally ill person, you know. And there's some people who understand there's no such thing as a, as, as a, a woman. And a man, and a black person, and a white person, and all that. Any thoughts on Even no. would you say it's true that there's no such thing as a sick person either? Like even like a biologically sick person. I mean, like having having a COVID virus. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. So some people might have the virus, but there's no such thing as a sick person. Yeah, that's right. He's suffering from the virus. But but the thing but the thing with the mental illness stuff is yeah it really identified patients in most cases it's pretty pretty weird. But all right, so it says your daily reminder. Okay, so what do you what do you think about this one? So it says uh, <clears throat> this is what this person wrote about his uh, sacred separation or how it says sacred separation or how I learned to love even more by letting her go. A repost as Facebook removed it for presumably naughty photos. What is the ephemeral feeling coming over me? The feeling of the end and yet a new beginning. The conclusion of a deeply profound relationship. So conscious and constantly real with a continuous devotion to supporting each other in our growth. Any thoughts so far? And yet the seasons change. We hit the wall and find ourselves in an unresolved loop without transmutation. A loop that began to spiral downward. Our deepest unserving patterns revealed in clarity. The unhealthy reflections of our unique alchemy coming to us as our raw dark side came loose, not able to withstand our ability to hold it anymore. The frustration mounts and all that was not working was revealed. Sometimes the only way to break the pattern is release in space. Any thoughts? Yeah, I didn't follow all that. He says, so, and so Ashe and I broke up 
for now perhaps permanently and perhaps not but that's not the point and it's the most beautiful breakup I could never imagine I, w I went beyond what I could conceive was possible I just couldn't imagine it could feel this good is it painful yes is it full of heartbreak so much did I cry uncontrollably for 11 hours straight you bet I did but to feel so much is a testament to the love we held and still hold for one another these two weeks of transition have been so beautifully held by each of us a testament to the consciousness we both carried so dearly through all of the relationship any thoughts Must have been talking about being in the flow in that relationship. You think so? Well, I don't know. It's certainly possible. Do you think that, uh, like, but he was crying for like 11 hours straight. You think that's healthy or? Well, no. He was in the flow, it was expressed emotionally. Oh. I'm saying that's a possibility. Yeah, I heard this this girl was saying like, you know, shout out to all the men who are, you know, in touch with their feelings and stuff. And who and she was like, I want to, I want you men to be, you know, more engaged with your feelings and, and what do you think about that? Yeah. But you said that so do you think that's a part of the flow to be engaged in touch with your feelings and stuff? You can be, yes. But it but can you be. but you said in the flow you don't have feelings. There is no experience. Say that. Yeah, I remember the spiritual experience. That's an oxymoron. That's what Dr. Horace said, right? There is no experience in the flow. Am I right or no? Yeah, you don't turn. Yeah, you don't turn it into an experience. Oh, okay, so so you can cry, but you don't experience it. Yeah, you're not focused on that. Can you can you explain any further? It's like now? making it's like making ten three pointers in a row. It just happens. Yeah. So yeah, so this girl's like you know it, it's good to have men in touch with their feelings and stuff. You, you would agree with that? And like. Yeah, rather than to repress them, suppress them, deny them. But 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 to be but to be feeling oriented and be like hyper emotional or like you know that 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 that's kind of self confirmatory, right? Exactly. So right here, was he being self confirmatory when he was crying for eleven hours, or or that might have been in the flow? I don't know. It could be the one, apparently. All right, so I'll keep reading. Tell me what you think. It's it's the best breakup sex we've ever had ever had because every thing is so fleeting and deeply felt so bittersweet with the deep appreciation for what we have together nothing is taken for granted and every second seems to count any thoughts yeah well again it sounds like there was a sense in which he was in the flow yeah well, I, I know this guy he's, he's a pretty nice guy but he said that the breakup reveals also what was not being potentiated by the alchemy with certain parts of ourselves coming online in in way that only the break can seed. Any thoughts? No. Says whatever I hated, resented, felt, not seen by is fully felt and let go as waves of, of unconditional love and trust in life allows that my life will eventually reveal to me what is true, what was misunderstood, and what could not be fully seen in relationship. 
Miami does. But you don't like the idea of relationship. You say that relationship's self-confirmatory, right? It's not that I don't like them. But, I mean, you, you understand the, that a, a relationship is self-confirmatory. Yes. Yes. So is he using the wrong word there? Or? Yeah, it sounds like he's talking about part, mutual participation in, in, in aliveness. So you think that he was in the flow? Not in relationship. Talking about talking about a way of being together. So he says, it hurts me to think of all the relationships in the world that end in unresolved resentment, stubborn stories, estrangements, blame, shame, and vengeful action. Can we not end as greatly as we begin? Is love disposable or eternal? Any thoughts? It's eternal. It's a, it's a eternal quality. But it's not love for the person, though, right? Right. It's a love of being loving. But, but love of being in that in that quality of aliveness. So that that, that I can see an, another perfectly. Is it that oneness with the other person? No, it's oneness. Okay, because there is no other person, right? But but with this girl though he says it's a relationship though so like and and they also had that's, sex that's the word. yeah so so sex could be a part of that yeah so it, it can be self confirmatory but it also could be an aspect of oneness yeah it says so 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 can we not hold that all of us all of our relationships serve us. Can we not honor even the deepest teachings of shadow? So much of media and personal stories are filled with imprints of unhealthy breakups, but not this one, not on my watch. Any thoughts? No. He said, I've learned that sometimes love is not enough. In the end, it's a spiritual journey where only the soul is truly at stake. And from a soul-centric point of view, no matter how strong the love is, there are certain decisions of the heart we must make for the true health of the vessel and its evolution. It does. No. He says, thank you, thank you, my love, Ashe, for teaching me how to come into my full presence, to feel comfortable being vulnerable online and in person, for being such a profound friend, for laughing at all my humor, and for being so up for it all, for being my adventurous queen and favorite dance partner, and my most delicious cook. Thank you for your beautiful breasts your luscious lips, your magnificent yoni, and the way you look at me. I feel forever grateful and blessed for this union, and I release you to find what you're looking for and the space we need to become the very best of we already are in the next chapter of our lives. Love, Lucian. Marvelous. Yeah, what was so marvelous about that? Well, you're just celebrating... Their, their um, journey 
together. Yeah. The quality of their participation, the aliveness, the openness. So, so you liked when he said when he talked about her beautiful breasts and her her yoni, which is her vagina. Well, just he's just celebrating her, all, all aspects of his their being together. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's sweet, huh? Really? Uh, yeah, no, he's he's actually a really nice guy. I met him. It's a very commendable response. Yeah. All right, so that was an artful. That was an artful <laughs> response. So, so here, here's another. Here's another one that he wrote. Ready? He said, he said, radical authenticity. Ashe and I had the this exquisite day hiking. This was before they broke up. Ashe and I had this exquisite day hiking along the river. So close, intimate, and connected. That feeling that you're so right there with someone, almost physically linked. She expressed about how long it had been since she hiked and was desiring some nature tips. Any thoughts so far? No. Thoughts about hiking in nature brought me to thoughts. A previous short-term lover who was a professional hiker and naturist and the things she knew. I began to think about my past with this woman. I began thinking of how it was with her when we were in nature. How she brought different things out in me. Thoughts that then led to thoughts of her sexually and our past lovership. Any thoughts? No. I drifted away from Ashe. She had no idea. Our hike, our hike went on. Then I realized that Ashe was still speaking to me. I turned back in, in and tried to catch up to what she was saying. She, shame overcame me. A whirlwind of inner persecution. How could drift? How could I drift into this other dream when we are were so connected? What was wrong with me? Any thoughts? Observant. Yeah, was was the meaning of that? Well, he just observed that that he got distracted from their mutual participation. Was is it possible though that that he, his his breaking into another dream was also him breaking free of the of the relationship though? Maybe toward, you know, maybe he was getting too caught up in a relationship and maybe he was breaking free to to the to the flow of freedom. Sound like that's what it was. Uh, uh, you know, who am I to say? Yeah. So it says so close. Like huh? So he says he says so close. Yeah. He says so close, and now I felt stuck, distant, afraid. I wanted to tell her, and yet I didn't want her to suffer, and I didn't want to feel uncomfortable. Any thoughts? No. I leaned into my higher self, that part of me that knew it was all okay. It was human. The voice was clear. Tell her. Be vulnerable. Be open. Assume the best. Speak to her from this place, and she will come from that same place. Any thoughts? Yeah. That's good. So I told her. I told her the ex that exact moment I drifted away. I told her all my thoughts and feelings and communicated the shame I felt and the fear of telling her. Her eyes widened. She smiled. She felt relief. She had felt me drift. She felt so grateful I was honest. Any thoughts? No. I felt this same thing. Yeah. I felt I felt this moment where her soul was so deeply happy that I made that choice. We hugged each other so energetically close that I felt she was inside of me. Any thoughts? No. 
the wisdom we drift it's natural we desire it's natural we want to be transparent in, in our truth and sometimes that can feel unnatural but it just because we are afraid and that's natural too hey does said vulnerability is the answer to deeper intimacy when have you leaned into truth when you were so afraid any thoughts no. so what do you think about that? vulnerability is the answer to deeper intimacy you think that's true yeah well, you're not you're not concerned with protecting your ego so yeah, he, he says we drift. It's natural. We desire. It's natural. So what was what, what he saying there? Like don't don't like be opposed and don't be antagonistic or what? Yeah. So he says, when have you leaned into truth? When when you were so afraid? Join our powerful team of couples in singles in intimacy codex. So then he had the thing. All right, any thoughts on? No. So so you think that that was a, that was a pretty profound relationship that they had there? Wonderful. Not the relationship, but the mode of being that they both uh, were participating in. Uh, is that second quadrant though? Belief, faith, behavior, belonging. Was it a belonging, or was it a contemplation, passion, flowing, knowing? Well, yeah, I think it, it was the latter. All right. So, what do you think about this quote uh, on Jim Carrey? It says, "People keep on asking me, Jim, what made you wake up all of a sudden." I tell them I did what all the great prophets did. I isolated myself into the wild to find the meaning of life. That's where divine manifestations started to happen. What do you think about that? No, that's interesting. Don't have any profound thoughts about it. So, I mean, he, he's usually experiencing synchronicities in, in divine manifestations and stuff. But, but, but isolating in the wild, do you think that that's true? Like that's what they all the prophets did, or what? Apparently. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I wanted I wanted you to to check out this uh, this 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 lecture really quick by uh, um, what's his name? This this guy uh, he he runs this place called Nam Yoga. He's a he's a African or guy. He's like actually African. But uh, what what do you think about this thing? He, he talks about the power of kindness. Ready? One second. Wait a minute. How how long is it? I've had about enough for tonight. It's four. It's it's three minutes. Yeah, well, 
mean, this sounds like mutual participation, mutual respect, mm-hmm. uh, a dawning sense of oneness with the other person. That's what kindness is. Yeah, but but it's it's not a it's not a sympathetic it's it's not a kindness of of condescending, and it's not like in order to to get things for yourself. Like he said, you get a lot of manifestations from it, but that that shouldn't be your your desire, right? Your right. goal. Yeah, right. those would be byproducts. Yeah. Kindness always gives birth to more kindness. La bondad siempre dará luz a. You think that's true? Totally. Bondad. It is totally. impossible to help someone without helping yourself. Yes, imposible ayudar una persona sin que a la vez te estés ayudando a ti mismo. If you want to bring more joy into your life, be kind to other people. Si quieres tener más dicha en tu vida, sé bondadoso con los demás. Find a way to make a person's day a little brighter today. Encuentra una manera hoy de hacer la vida de una persona un poquito más brillante. Happy. It does. Yeah, you experience what you express. The more you express it, the more you experience it. So, so you know, whether we ta- it's going downhill and getting upset, or whether it's going uphill and and um, expressing kindness. So, so we talk about the flow is like positivity and stuff. There's positivity in the flow, but but again, that, it could be mimic though. You can mimic kindness, am I right? Oh yeah. So, but 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 still, is it better? Is it better to to fake it before you make it? Any thoughts? Yeah. Like as a ritual, at least. Or, or yeah, I mean, wouldn't you, yeah. would, would you say that it's a more beneficial ritual to be kind as a ritual as opposed to being angry as a ritual? Of course. But but here's an interesting thing. Sad Guru has a lecture where he says, either be he says something like either be happy for a whole day or be angry for a whole day. Either way, you're gonna get enlightenment or something like that. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a statement in the Book of Revelation. You're neither hot nor cold. Be one or the other. Oh yeah, yeah. Because 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 either way, if if you if you go to the extremes, at least you're gonna get in trouble, and you might be able to transcend to the flow, right? Well, you're in a much higher uh, level of aliveness. Yeah. All right. Whether you're hot or cold, it's just easier. It's easier to to, to move beyond being hot. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't. Being fake. It's easier to. To, to discover the true essence of kindness if you're if you're practicing it it's harder to discover that if you're practicing anger yeah. all right and those who give happiness to others la felicidad llega a aquellos que llevan felicidad a la vida de los demás so, but, but would you say that this would be like you know the catholics you know they they, they give they give alms and stuff and, and they're doing like the social action gospel or what any thoughts yeah, it could be the same thing, yes. But you think that's beneficial, though? Well, it could serve as a discipline, yes. Yeah, but but but, but not if you're doing discipline. Not not if you're doing it at completely self-confirmatory, like in order to please God, because then that's self-confirmatory, right? Right. Act of kindness to someone, it strengthens your immune system. Cuando eres amable, bondadoso con una persona, esto fortalece tu sistema inmunológico. When a person receives an act of kindness from you, the immune system as well becomes stronger. Y el sistema inmunológico de la persona que está recibiendo la bondad también se fortalecerá. Those 
will see you give an act of kindness to a person, their immune system in exchange becomes stronger. Y todos aquellos que están observando este acto de bondad, sus sistemas inmunológicos también se volverán más fuertes. The sun gives. El sol da. If you want to be warm and sunny like the sun, give act of kindness to others. Y si quieres ser cálido como el sol, sé bondadoso con los demás. One second of kindness will bring a world of joy in a person's life. Un segundo de bondad. It does. There's like 20 more seconds. It's today. Y tu de hoy. Open the door for someone. Es, abre la para una If you're in traffic, for example, let someone ahead of you. Y si está en tráfico, por ejemplo, deja que una persona pase delante tuyo. Or just simply share a smile of kindness with those who cross your path today. O what, what, what do you think about like? Nothing. What do you think about like sh sh sharing a smile? What do you think about like sharing a smile? You think that's important? Yeah, yeah, that's a good discipline. Because it takes it takes you out of yourself and it puts you in the context of someone something larger than you, like someone else. You know, you're you're putting in a, a larger beyond yourself or what? Yeah. Or larger context. Yeah, you're 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 inviting the person to meet you on a on a more uh, open, um, happy, alive level. Space. I send you love and light. See you next time. So, so, so you like that guy, huh? Yeah. Um, you want to listen to another one by him right now or no? No. Alright. That'll be enough for tonight. Talk to you later. Alright, that's it.